Welcome to the podcast, Restore Yourself, Restore Your Marriage, where it's all about discovering the thoughts that get you in the mood, the thoughts that get you out of the mood, and how creating a deeper connection with yourself creates a deeper connection with your spouse. I'm your coach, Shelly Anderson, coaching you through life, love, and intimacy. This is episode number 125, Feeling Surprisingly Sexy on Sundays. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast today. So I thought it would be a good idea to dive into something that I've been experiencing lately just a little bit deeper today. I wanted to explore the reasons behind something awesome that I've noticed was happening, and I hadn't made a plan for it to happen but it kept happening. So for the past several Sundays, I noticed that I was much more in the mood to be intimate with my husband. Now, because I know the power of a well-chosen thought, I knew that I had not chosen to think certain thoughts on purpose that intentionally led to feelings of being in the mood for intimacy. I didn't have any specific goal that I was working on that had to do with intimacy, and I wasn't trying to follow any particular plan. I also observed that I wasn't focusing on gratitude or appreciation for my husband more than normal on these Sundays. And I wasn't even trying to increase my own understanding or my self-awareness about developing the sexual side of myself on a deeper level. And all of these things really piqued my interest. That's when I decided to take some time to reflect on what I had done different on those particular Sundays in comparison to previous Sundays. As I took the time to notice, a few things became very clear. There were definitely a few things that I was doing totally on purpose, that actually had nothing to do with intimacy. And yet, these things made a huge difference in my natural desire to be physically close to my husband. So, let's explore. The first thing I noticed was that I was being much more intentional about being spiritually in tune with the Holy Ghost. My oldest son was getting ready to leave for his two-year mission for our church, and I wanted to make sure that I was doing everything that I could to prepare him for that. And I was in prayer more often, and I was more open to any prompting that might come on behalf of helping my son. Now, most of you know that I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And we believe in God, the Eternal Father, and in His Son, Jesus Christ, and in the Holy Ghost. Now, if you are a member of my faith, then you are very familiar with the incredible gift of this third member of the Godhood. The Holy Ghost has some very unique responsibilities. Not only does He show up to let us know of God's truths compared to the ways of the world, but he is also the means by which we receive personal revelation from the Lord. The Holy Ghost is his messenger and will guide us to know God's will for us individually. 
I promise that God is very interested in our relationships, even the relationship of mother and child, father and son. The number of promptings I have received on behalf of my children, being led to incorporate or do things that I could not have known about our evidence of our Heavenly Father's deep love and care for each of his children. And to be honest, building a relationship with the Holy Ghost is one of my absolute favorite things in the whole world. So as I was reflecting on these certain types of Sundays, I realized that my own spirituality was not only increasing, but it was also more intentional. And this extra willingness and openness to receive more guidance on how to help my son prepare led to a few specific personal revelations, with one in particular. And that was to ask him a certain question about any unfinished business that might be hanging over his head on his mission if not addressed beforehand. I was so grateful for this inspiration, and it even went on a bit further to clarify that it had been with an old friend. What a gift. What wisdom and insight. I knew that I would keep this in the back of my mind and look for the right opportunity to bring it up. The next thing I noticed about these Sundays was that I was spending more time with my family in conversation. I knew we only had a few weeks left with my oldest son, and I wanted to make sure that we had plenty of quality time together. I knew that he would carry the memories of his time preparing for his mission with him to Louisiana and that it could be a strength for him. This brought about so many opportunities to discuss some of the deeper things in life. We talked about his life growing up and the fun times we had together. We talked about major milestones in his life and we even watched some of the old funny home videos together. We also talked about some of the hard times that he went through and the impact that it had on him and how they shaped him and actually even benefited him. We talked about the friendships he had made, the experiences he had had over the years, and if he had any regrets. And that's when I realized that the perfect opportunity had arrived for me to bring up that prompting from the Holy Ghost. So I asked him if he had any unfinished business that he wished he could resolve before he would have to leave for Baton Rouge. His eyes kind of brightened up and he said, it's interesting that you bring that up because something has been coming to my mind recently about an old friend of mine. Now, while I don't need to get into any of the details about what happened with this old friend, my son clearly had been feeling the promptings of the Holy Ghost himself, but perhaps didn't know how to go about resolving things. Now, these are the teaching moments that parenting is made for. We talked through things for quite some time and brainstormed together some ideas of the possible ways to resolve things. We landed on one or two ideas, and then he made the final decision. I supported him in his decision, and we finished working out some of the details of his plan together. 
there was a lot of collaboration and conversation taking place, which only strengthened our relationship even more. As he followed through with his plan, we continued to talk about the importance of doing the work to mend and heal things in a way that is healthy. The outcome of his reaching out to this old friend turned out far better than we could have imagined. The peace that came into his heart and mind were such a blessing for a parent to watch. He knew he would leave to go on his mission with a mind that was clear and focused on the Lord's work and not stuck in the past wishing he had done something about it. This is important work, and it felt amazing to be part of it with him. And as an added bonus, we were able to have many important spiritual conversations during this whole process. It was such a great time for him to check back in with mom and dad about gospel doctrines and to clarify and confirm any other spiritual things that he may not have quite understood correctly or still had questions about. What a blessing to be a parent and to be on the other end of the spiritual questions that our children have. And what a blessing they are turning to us for the answers instead of turning to the world. Yes, when we are involved in parenting and nurturing our children in the Lord, the blessings we feel in our heart are big. Now, the final thing that I came to realize is that because I had been more intentional about being more spiritual and making the time for these longer conversations with my children to take place, I had also become more intentional about letting other stuff go in the process. Now, don't get me wrong. We have five kids and still have crazy busy lives with a lot of things that need to get done. We are about to have our missionary leave and we still had a lot of things that we needed to do. And since there was no work or school for any of us on Sunday, it could have been a day that we used to run all of those extra errands and to just get more stuff done. I found that the awareness of my wandering thoughts came strikingly into view. My mind would want to go to a list of things that my brain kept saying, you could do all of these things, or you should get more done. And whenever one of these thoughts came to my mind, I did not feel good. I felt super stressed and irritable and frustrated. And I found that it became easier to say no to the list of what could or should be done that day and kept focusing on my intention for that day to be more spiritual and open to the promptings of the Holy Ghost and to make room for important conversations with my kids. These opportunities to be so easily available to them kept me calm and inviting and easy to be found. I kept myself in the living room where they could easily get to me for some extra hugs and cuddles and some more love and attention. When it came time for dinner and to find some of the other things that needed to be done before the kids went to bed, 
I realized that I had been saying no to the things that would increase my stress and simply moving forward with the options that would cause the least amount of stress. All the things still got done, but with much less fuss than usual. This experience also allowed me to reflect on the very concept of the Sabbath day and keeping it holy and that it actually is a day of rest. Have we actually ever just done that? Just allowed our minds and our bodies to really rest? In today's world of glorifying the busy life and constantly multitasking, it seems like we might feel guilty if we actually use the Sabbath for what it was made for, for some rest. It's a time to take a break from all the constant chaos and craziness of the world and is meant to be a time of reflection and rejuvenation. Imagine that when we actually observe the Sabbath day, our minds can relax, so our emotions can relax, which means we will be taking actions from a place that is calm and relaxed instead of hurried, frazzled, and frustrated. So why does being relaxed and less stress even matter in all of this? Well, one of the main reasons is that stress is one of the biggest blockers to a woman's natural desire for intimacy. Yes, stress can block our desire. If you ever find that you're thinking in your mind that you're just not in the mood very often, check your daily stress levels. They will most likely be high. In today's world, I wouldn't be surprised if our stress levels are running high on most days. And if this is the case, that means that on most days, our desire to be intimate will be blocked by stress. What a mess this is. But the experience I was having was the exact opposite. Because my stress was lower, my natural desire to be close to my husband had the space to come through with ease and without being blocked by stress. So let's really look at this closely. As we use the Sabbath day in the way that it was actually intended to rest our minds and our bodies from the ways of the world, we actually increase our spirituality and get closer to God. This fills us with feelings of peace and love, and we can more easily say no to the less important things of the day, leaving plenty of time to nurture our children more effectively while helping them solve some of their own challenges. This can fill us with even more beautiful emotions that we are truly doing what we are meant to do. So take a minute to think back to a time recently when feeling in the mood came very easy to you. If it's hard to remember a time like this, then really consider making some of these small but powerful adjustments to your Sundays. Try to make time for your spirituality and for more openness to the guiding influence of the Holy Ghost. See if you can make yourself more available for valuable conversations with your family members that nurture your relationship with them and nurture their connection to their creator. 
And also, let's try to lower some of our stress by allowing some less important things to either go altogether or by allowing them to wait until they can be added to next week's schedule. And the most beautiful thing about doing all of this is that even though you will already feel amazing just by being involved in the blessings of doing these activities alone, the amazing benefit is that this creates the very environment where your natural desire to be closer to your spouse shines through with ease. And being intimate when you experienced your own desire to be so feels amazingly loving and fulfilling and far from the duty-driven agenda that we so often fall into. So this next week, let's see if we can think about Sunday a little differently and prepare ahead of time to make some of those small adjustments and then pay attention to how we feel as we do so. You just might be as surprised as I was. And remember, the more you restore this type of intimacy with yourself, the more you restore it with your spouse. Thank you so much for listening today, and I hope you will join us again next week.